If you're anything like me, when you hear someone say UX UI, your eyes roll into the back of your head. And when I hear people say stuff like that, it tells me one thing. Those people likely don't know what a UX designer really does. But more critically, I'm willing to bet they don't understand the real value a UX designer can bring to a team, which is a damn shame. And this is especially unfortunate if the UX designer is the one saying it. And if you're guilty of this and you're listening, don't sweat it. There's always time to change. So stick around and we'll break it all down. What's up, UX fam? How's your mom and them? Welcome to another episode of Beyond UX Design. I'm Jeremy. If you're new here, welcome. It's great to have you. I'm super stoked you're here. If you haven't done it already, consider liking, subscribing, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're a regular here, you feel like you're getting some out of the show, as always, I would really appreciate you leaving a five-star review. That'll help me out way more than you can imagine. And of course, if you think the show's worth sharing, then please, for the love of God, tell some friends. So real quick, this topic is something I really wanted to cover early on before we get into a lot of the other topics, because I think it'll give you all out there an insight into how I frame some of the various opinions I have about the UX profession. It also gives you an insight into how I might make overall decisions when it comes to my work as a designer, how I approach problems, how I approach solutions, how I approach working with my team, all that stuff. So what is UX? And this question is often way more polarizing than I think it should be. And honestly, I think it's really unfortunate. So before I recorded this episode, I was doing some digging, trying to get some quotes to use for this show. I wanted to see what other designers thought about this topic. I found some stuff where UX designers describe the craft as something like UX design is the process teams use, or UX design is improving the experience, or something related to empathy for users, which I, you know, I do want to stress is really important. And I also think the process is important too. So I found an article on usertesting.com that had 15 experts weigh in on what they think UX design is. And only one of them thought that UX was about solving problems. And honestly, that kind of blew me away. Only one of them. There's so many people around today that automatically connect UX design with visual design as if UX designers are the evolution of web designers or digital designers. And to me, that kind of implies that in order to be a really effective UX designer, you have to be a dribble god with more likes than anybody else. And that just isn't the case. Are there a lot of people out there that associate UX design with some specific process where you do a series of things? Like there's some magical formula for good UX. And while I don't think that's necessarily wrong, there's certainly a process that we should follow. I do have some nuanced feelings about it. So let's talk about what UX is not first. UX is not visual design or even UI design. UX is not about simply crafting a beautiful interface. UX is definitely not mastering Figma. UX is not color theory or topography. It's not even really about data hierarchy. UX is not about design systems. All of these things can make or break the user experience, but just mastering these things alone will not lead to a great user experience. Because at the end of the day, UX is about solving problems for users. If you don't solve the user's problems, it doesn't matter how good any of that other stuff is. It still won't lead to a positive outcome or positive experience. It just won't. Because the user still wouldn't have been able to accomplish whatever they set out to accomplish using your tool in the first place. A beautiful app that doesn't work for you, it still sucks. End of story. So what is UX design? Before we can dive into what UX design is or what a UX designer does, let's think about UX more broadly, user experience. Don Norman coined the term user experience in the 90s, and what he says was, and I quote, user experience encompasses all aspects of the end user's interaction with the company, its services, and its products. Notice he doesn't mention anything about design. 
He doesn't mention anything about tools or processes. It's all about the end user's interaction with the company, service, or product. That's it. So basically, UX is the experience a user has. It's literally that simple. That is what UX is. The experience a user has. Full stop. It's right there in the name. So it's important to remember that when we talk about all this other stuff, what we're really talking about are all the things that actually influence the user's experience. So when we talk about design systems, visual design, processes, research, tools, whatever, those aren't UX. Those are processes that influence the UX, the experience the user has. They are processes we use to design the user's experience. So let's get that clear first. I want all the designers listening right now to take away one major point from this episode. And that is that what we XUX professionals do on its own does not fully make or break a good user experience. There are many other factors outside of our control that may influence the experience a user has. So, what else can influence the experience a user has? I'll give you a hint. It isn't just the interface design. The number of bugs in some piece of software can negatively affect the experience a user has. The speed the software loads can affect the experience a user has. The environment in which the user is in might affect the experience a user has. Maybe they have a spotty internet connection, or maybe they're in direct sunlight so they can't read the screen. Maybe the API you're trying to connect to isn't working. You may have designed the most amazing, wonderful, award-winning interface, but if any of these other things go wrong, you'll end up with a bad user experience. It doesn't matter what you did. At its core, the experience a user has is improved when we solve a user's problem. And if we don't solve a user's problem, the experience will be negatively affected because otherwise, what was the point of using the stupid thing in the first place? I downloaded your software, I created an account, and now it doesn't even do what I needed it to do. Fail. It really doesn't matter how thoughtfully laid out the interface was, how attractive the topography and the color scheme was. As a user, you just wasted my time. Or, I downloaded your software, but there were so many bugs and error messages, I couldn't get it to do what I needed it to do. Fail. Or, I downloaded your software. It's not compatible with my computer or phone. Fail. Or, I downloaded your software, but it would never load because my data is too slow. Fail. Or, I downloaded your software, but it doesn't meet my accessibility needs. Fail. So, a good user experience will only happen when we've solved a user's problem. That's it. So, how do we know what a user's problem is? Well, it's simple. We ask. This is why we research qualitative and quantitative together. It's very important. We look at numbers, and the numbers give us some insight. That's quantitative. We then talk to them. We get the why behind the numbers. That's qualitative. We understand our users. We build empathy. We create artifacts that help us understand their problems. And what we design should always be tied back to the research. We don't design for other designers. We don't design for dribble. We don't design for likes. We don't design for ourselves. We don't even design for stakeholders. We design for the users with our main goal to be solving their problems in some way, while obviously working within the constraints we're given, understanding the business value and how it all works together. It's also very important. And then the other big part of our job is to share the knowledge and empathy that we've built for the users, to evangelize on behalf of the users, to get everyone on the team to understand and empathize with the users so that they all want to build the best goddamn software that they can for those users because they give a damn too. So when the product team is thinking about the next feature, they put the users first. And when the QA team is testing stories, they want to catch as many issues as they can because they care as much as we do. 
And when there are bugs or the APIs are broken or whatever other technical issues might come up, the engineers want to fix the software because they care as much as we do. A UX designer's job is to represent the users and to be an advocate for them within our team. And every decision we make, every decision our teams make, should be filtered through the lens of the user. Every compromise we make with our product and engineering partners should be made through the lens of the user. And UX design is fundamentally about keeping the users top of mind and solving their problems first and foremost. Otherwise, what was the point of doing any of this? So personally, I think one of the ways that we can be most effective UX designers is by being great storytellers to inspire the people on our team to want to build the best possible products that we can. And what I also want to stress is that as we've defined it, the user experience is not the sole domain of the UX designer. I think that's very important to remember. If we define the user experience as the experience a user has, then it becomes the responsibility of everybody on the team, from the stakeholders to the product managers to the software engineers, QA testers, everybody, to be concerned with the experience that a user has. The product team and stakeholders have responsibility to understand user problems, their needs, their pain points. So they need to work with the proper UX professionals to help conduct research, maybe document it, and maybe talk about this during whatever meetings that they facilitate, right? They have a responsibility to focus on users as they approve roadmaps or look for funding or identify resources to find metrics, whatever they do. The software teams like developers, scrum masters, QA teams, they all need to keep users top of mind while they're writing stories, defining technical requirements or design the architecture, test the features, all these things. It's not about shipping the bare minimum as fast as possible. It's about shipping what's right for the user. So every software team is different. Lots of teams have different names or different roles. It's really hard to talk about every role and how they might play some part in the experience that a user has, but hopefully you're getting the picture here that UX is something everybody should care about. It's not just the responsibility of the UX designer. So many things can play into the experience a user has. UX design is not just the components on the screen. It's not just the fonts and the colors. It's not just the visual design. It's not just the copy on the page. It's not just the load time. It's not just the number of bugs. Really great software teams take all of these things into account and they think about how the user is using the system as a whole. So to that end, I want to give an example of user experience gone wrong and hopefully highlight how the UX team and even the entire software team can do a lot of things right by the books, but still miss a huge portion of users and they might end up with a bad experience. Regardless of how good the visual design is or how well the same design might work well for a different set of users in a different situation. So let's talk about Calendly. Have you ever used Calendly? It's a really useful app. It allows someone to connect a calendar like Google Calendar and set availability so that other people who want to schedule a meeting with them can see their availability, quickly set up a time to chat where both of them can make it. It basically cuts out all the back and forth emails when you're scheduling a call or something. I want to set up a meeting with you. I see your availability. I select a time that works for me. Boom, meeting. The thing that's interesting about this tool is that the interface works really well when I go out and find someone that I want to meet with and they send me their Calendly link. I find a time that they're available that works for me. I hit send, we meet, perfect. And I felt this myself for some time and it kind of put me off, but it didn't really hit me until I heard someone on a podcast recently give the same anecdote as it relates to UX. And I wish I could remember what that podcast was. I tried going back, looking for it. I couldn't find it. So if anybody out there is listening and knows what I'm talking about, please send it to me because I'd love to put a link in the show notes for it. Now, here's where something like Calendly completely fails, in my opinion. What happens when I have a Calendly account and I go out and I try to find someone that I want to meet with? What happens if they don't 
have a Calendly account. Do I send it to them and ask them to find time to meet with me? If I reached out to them, what kind of experience are they going to have with Calendly when they hear from me out of the blue and I ask them to do some work for me so that I can meet with them? And I've had this exact situation happen to me. When it happened, the first thing I thought was, hold on a second, you're reaching out to me. You wanted to meet with me. Now you're asking me to go do some work for you to set up a meeting for you that you wanted to have with me. I didn't even want to meet with you and I got to do all this work. What's up? Now this team could have done everything by the book. They could have had a solid problem statement. They could have done solid research, solid design, solid usability studies. And I'm sure really talented designers, researchers, software engineers, product people, whatever. I'm sure really smart people worked on this problem. But they didn't account for this one thing. And now some set of users have had a bad experience with their product. And it maybe put them off completely to the tool forever. Who knows? Now I'm raising this example. I don't have a solution. <laughs> I don't know how to fix this problem. But that's not the point. The point here is, is to highlight that UX design is all about investigating every aspect of the user's journey and solving for those problems to create a truly great user experience. Now, obviously in software, there's trade-offs and compromises. It's totally possible that this was considered an edge case. It's totally possible that the software teams thought about it, right? And, and maybe it is an edge case. It's possible that it was on the roadmap to address. I have no idea. Now, Cali might be completely aware of this problem, but they might not be. I don't know. The point here is that some set of users are having a bad experience with Calendly, even though everything else was done right. That's really important to think about. How is your tool being used in every situation? Are there edge cases or the things you're not thinking of? This is really critical, and it makes you think about how UX design really works. Now, before I get out of here, I want to stress something. I don't want to get a bunch of nasty emails from pissed off visual designers. I'm definitely not suggesting that visual design is insignificant or not important. Visual design will definitely have an impact on the user experience. Bad visual design will definitely negatively affect the experience that a user has. But if you're taking away anything from this episode, I hope you're coming away with the understanding that really great visual design will not save your software from a bad user experience if the software does not solve the user's problems in the first place. Please remember that. I also want to stress that I am not trying to say that everyone is a designer or that I'm trying to democratize design or take design away from the designers. I am simply saying that everybody plays a part in the outcome of the product and any number of things can impact the experience that a user has. Designers need to worry about design. Product managers need to worry about product managing. Engineers, we need to worry about building software. But all of those things that we do as designers, product managers, and engineers have an effect on the user's experience. It's not just the design. It's not just the code. It's not just one thing. It's all of these things together, which is why it's critical that we work together and we build up our soft skills to make sure that all of these moving parts of this really complex system that is software are working together smoothly. So before I get out of here, I want to ask you one favor. Next project you start, please don't let Dribble be the first place you go. Start with your users, not Dribble. I understand that a lot of times you're not able to get access to users, and sometimes this is very hard to do but it should be at least where we start or at least where our mind goes when we do start, okay? So please don't go to Dribble. Please start with the users and you will have better software. I promise. Well, all right, y'all. That's it for me for today. I hope to help give you a little bit more insight into what I think UX design really is and what I think a UX designer really does. But what do you think? Have you run into any of this in your work? Have you had people assume you do one thing or another, get confused by the two? Let me know what you think. 
Find me on LinkedIn. Shoot me an email at hello at beyonduxdesign.com. If you haven't done it already, consider liking, subscribing, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're a regular here, you feel like you're getting some out of the show, as always, I would really appreciate you leaving a five-star review. I hope you keep coming back for more great UX tips from Beyond UX Design. And remember, you're more than a designer because there's more to UX than the design. Until next time, take care, y'all. 